for offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib jab. Jib jab, jib jab, jib jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Not that we're here to get you to follow our dog on Instagram. <laughs> but we're here to get you to follow our dog on Instagram. But if you're on the on the gram, Phineas the dog with underscores, Phineas underscore the Phineas underscore the bulldog. Dog. Phineas the bulldog. I know what he's looking at right now. <laughs> so do I. It is worth a look at today because you'll see you'll see the, the IG AJ posted up there. The, Where's the, my phone? The poor dog is wearing the uh, cone of shame. And he's just sitting here. What's he doing now with this cone? He's like got the cone backed up against the uh, so he is um, the wall. There is. I was looking for something <laughs> in my my dance bag earlier, <laughs> and a little a little gem from one of my old dresses fell out. Yeah. Oh, oh. And it is on the floor. For. Did he and get it? He was he was having surgery yesterday, so I didn't pick it up because he wasn't home. Yeah. He now sees it and he's looking at it, but he can't get it because he has the cone on. So he's just staring at this he's little. Got, he's got the cone. A B gem on the, the floor, cone. trying to figure out what is wrong uh, with life. He's so are. upset. <laughs> you guys love him. if you guys love bulldog stories. <laughs> this podcast episode's free. Look at okay. him; he's like sliding, trying to get it. This poor baby. Welcome on in two hundred and twenty third <laughs> episode of the Pat and AJ podcast, coming to you proudly from uh, the Sonoran Desert in Southern Arizona. Exciting times in Arizona, you know. I'm not here to say that wherever we go, the action kind of follows. But I will say we started our career in Wisconsin, and when we did, uh, the Packers won the Super Bowl. Yes. Uh, half the state went to war with the other half, and they all protested in Madison. Uh, all mad at the teachers. All mad at the teachers. Uh, we moved to Michigan, Flint. Uh, this little you know water crisis happened. Then we moved out to Arizona, and as soon as we get here... There's a Super Bowl. There's a Super Bowl. That was cool. I mean, that was how we started off 2023 was the state and, you know, Phoenix and the Valley. They hosted the Super Bowl. Now, the state and uh, that city is going to be ending the year by hosting a World Series. Yeah, the Diamondbacks. Arizona Diamondbacks. Sorry, Brewers fans. Blew through the Brewers. Blew through the Dodgers. And listen, I'm a diehard Brewers fan, but I got to say, like, we've been following the Diamondbacks because how can you not? I mean, yeah, I mean, they're on fire. Yeah. And it's it's, it's been a cool thing. They were literally kicking, like, they're the definition of kicking ass and taking names. Like, Pat called me in one night and said, Look at the score of this game. <laughs> They're beating and the shit what out of What was it, like 6-0? It, it was insane for a baseball but game. But it was like the first. It was I the feel, first inning. It was the first inning. It was like one of their games against the Dodgers where they went up like 6 <laughs> nothing in the first. I'm like, jeez. I'm like, oh, so it's the ninth inning? He goes, no, it's the first. Now he started. Yeah, so we, we, we've been following them. and now Totally bandwagon. Totally oh, yeah. bandwagon. And, and listen, by birth, I'm a White Sox fan, which is a American League. So I've always said my National League alliance it can be bought and sold. Uh, normally, I'll default to the Brewers for my wife and for my son. In this case, I easily was bought and sold by my home state now of Arizona. And I'm like, go D-backs. I mean, I can't say I'm going to like buy Diamondback stuff. But, no. I mean, I will watch Dude. the games and, and be... This is the first time in 20 years. It's very um, akin to like the, the Lions. Like the, the suffering fans here. It's been a long time has since been a the long Diamondbacks. I mean, yeah. You know, I, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't say today, and not that anyone will care except me, uh, but it is Thursday the 26th. 
uh, which of course is the 18 year anniversary of when the Chicago White Sox won the World Series. But isn't there a crickets button over there I somewhere? Know. There should be now. <laughs> there is a crickets button. I don't know which one it is. No, that's, that's not, not it. it. No. There's crickets. I, I there, there it is. <laughs> no one gives a shit except my three Sox fans. The country didn't even care when the fucking White Sox no. won. ESPN didn't even report it. But it's kind of exciting having that kind of, you know, happen around your town gives us something. Uh, it's cool. I'm happy for yeah. my friends who are lifelong residents who have been waiting for this. Yeah, and it brings cool shit. That's what we were saying about the Super Bowl. Not that the Cardinals were even in it, but and not that we went to the game, but it was just all the cool shit that came yeah. with the carnival that is the Super Bowl concerts yeah. and this and that. It was cool. Nothing like that for the World Series. I got to tell you, man, I fucked up. I, I thought I, I, I could get tickets. You guys, this guy oh. over here. When like Pat is so ambitious with stuff, and I, l- I, 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 I mean, I shoot for the literal moon. Now I adore him for that, but I've also learned how to kind of talk him back just a little bit sometimes without without pissing on his parade. I've learned how to be like, Thank you. okay, that's a great idea. What if we do this instead? And then he's like, oh, okay. So I shit you not, the night they go to the World Series, he goes. I'm going to try to get tickets. And I said, I'm sorry, what the fuck did you just say? Hold on. Now, just give me a little bit of grace on that. Oh, no, it was before that. It was before that. Give me grace. Once it looked like they were actually, I said, hold on, they're out of the wild card with authority. It looks like they're going to sweep the Dodgers with authority. And I started thinking, holy shit, a World Series could come to Phoenix. And that's when I looked at you and said, you know, I kind of hope that they do go all the way. Because I would love to go to a World Series game. And we both agreed, you know, you can't really wait for your hometown nah. team to go because that is no. such a shot in the dark. You just have to go if it shows up. And in case you're wondering, like I am right now, and I'm sure everyone fucking wonders for the Super Bowl and all that stuff, when you go online and you look at the tickets on the resale value, you're like, who is paying this amount of money? It's those people who are emotionally attached. Yeah, yeah. Those are the ones who are going to do it. Us, we're, we will be going more for the spectacle. Yeah, so he goes, I, I would love to try to, it's been my dream to try to go to a World Series game regardless of team. I don't care, just go. And I'm like, okay, well, good luck with that. I mean, like deep down, I'm like, there are diehard fans, lifelong residents know, right? that have been waiting for this. And and like, we're bandwagoning. He goes, I want tickets. See, so I- apparently... The World Series tickets, I shit you not, went on sale about 27 milliseconds after they won the last game. Here, my dumbass thought. He thought it was like the next morning. Dude, I mean, but doesn't that seem yes. doesn't that seem legitimate? Like, like for anyone out there, when it comes to, and I understand too, the schematics of this whole thing is the fact that they were waiting for this game to end. Yeah. Because everything else has been decided. So yeah. MLB's like, can we fucking get to and the World Series? it was tied series? up. Like, it, wasn't, it was like, it was like the last, it, it seven, came to the last games. minute. Yeah. So I, I get the need to kind of get it done. But in my mind, I said, oh my goodness, they won. They, they beat the, the Phillies in game seven in Philadelphia. It was great. And I said, all right, I assume what, tomorrow at noon or something, they'll put tickets on sale. Thinking I can wake up the next day, go on the website. Oh, hell no. I shit you not. I wake up, go on that Diamondbacks website. They go, hey, tickets on sale now for the World Series. I go, no shit. Click here. I go, hold it. Is, is that easy? Click here. Whole fucking thing is sold well, out. Yeah. And, 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 and then, of course, because they've already figured this out. You know, the fucking Ticketmaster owns 
the resale site. Yeah. So when you go to Ticketmaster, look for the baseball game, they tell you it's sold out, but then they tell you to go to their official resale of site course. where these fucking vultures are trying to get, you know. And then they still make money off oh, the resale. Oh, you fuckers. So how much, because I know you were kind of looking into it, and to yeah. be honest with you, for a team that I don't really cheer for, but just to go because it's in where I live. Yeah, it's, it's in, cool. It's in my, the state, it is my home state right now. Yeah. This is where I live. What are standing room only tickets going for? I don't see. and Because I think that would be more fun to walk around absolutely. and kind of dick around during the game. If you're not like hell bent on focusing on the teams, it would be more fun for us to do standing room I'm only. I'm not sure because I couldn't even get to like face prices, right? By yeah. the time I got to the system, they were like, everything's into the free market. Um, I don't know. I mean, if I had to guess, and I'm, I'm guessing, baseball ticket. World Series, SRO. Yeah. I'm going to say 75 plus fees. Oh, see, I do that in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think 75 if plus fees to, if you to get said, in the door. If you would have said like 150 or above, I would have been like, but, screw yeah, it. But yeah, I guarantee if you're going to go to a seat, I would reckon even if you're upper top, you're paying a minimum buck, 25 buck, 50 yeah, plus no. fees. And and we all know if you get down, but that's the thing. Those tickets are gone. And now I'm watching yeah. these assholes. I think I saw a bleacher seat on sale, 1700 a piece. Oh my God. So you're like, that's 3,400 plus yeah. fees. And again, like you said, if you're a lifelong Diamondbacks fan, but here's where I become like a Midwestern snob because we've realized this. America kind of started in the East yeah. and spread West. So it's different timelines with stuff. Yeah, we're not quite as old out here. Yeah. When I say my family is a lifelong Chicago White Sox fan. Oh, yeah. I mean, a hundred fucking years. Yeah. There's so much history. How long have the Diamondbacks been around? Maybe 98. Well, that's not maybe ninety seven. That's not that much of a difference. Yeah, but again, my team goes back to like the early. I have such a stupid, and it's just because I grew up where everything started, right? Yeah. Chicago, all that. That's where we just happened to start all the industry. So we have the oldest shit. And I'm like, look at our team has been around hundred years. I mean, if you could get us SRO tickets, I'd go. I think it would be fun. I'd to go just, for SRO. It would be fun just to wander around yeah. and just be part of it. And because I, I don't need to sit. And watch the game. I, got, I don't. <laughs> I'll tell you where I got the idea from. The idea was from when we first moved to Flint, and we used to work with a great gal. Her name's Jenny Boom, and Jenny Boom is out of the business now. She went boom out of the business where she went, and she. Um, but when when we first met her, uh, we a very nice girl, and she had a cup, and the cup was a World Series cup from Comerica. And I said, what's that? And she goes, oh, it's my $45 hot chocolate cup. And I go, what the fuck are you talking about? And then she goes on to say, when the Tigers went to the World Series, her and her boyfriend made it a point to go because it's the World Series. And she goes, I had to get something there that said World Series. And it was cold Detroit. Um, During that time of the year, they were selling hot chocolate, $45. In some kind of commemorative, yeah, but they're also lifelong mug. Michiganders. So yeah, so that's they're a thing, Tigers fans, right? Yeah. But that's where it first got in my head, where I go, man, you know, if the World Series ever came back to Michigan, I might try to go. And of course, the next year, that's when the Tigers started to suck, right? They were like AL Central champs until we moved there, and then there's yeah, like we're fucking, luck. we just give up. Justin Verlander and left. Listen, I'm a Brewers fan. There's no way I could wait for the uh, Brewers to go to the World right? Series. So. Oh, yeah. You'd be waiting a long time. But so, yeah, that's where I first got the idea. And this just kind of happened to almost, almost, almost come into place. But who knows? I don't know. Well, we can't uh, really afford tickets right now because we just dropped a load of cash on our dog. Yeah, let's just get to the uh, let's get to the good part, folks. He's so sad that he can't get to that little gem on the floor. He's in here in his cone of shame. Baby. Why? Is Phineas the Bulldog in his cone of shame because Phineas the Bulldog uh, is recovering from his cherry eye surgery 
Uh, would you like to explain Cherry Eye to the uninformed? Absolutely. So this is not something that we didn't expect. Um, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, that unexpected stuff. I'm like, no, we got a bulldog. We expected Cherry Eye. It's very common in bulldogs, both French and American and English. So all, not just, you just the breed, all the breeds. Yeah, it's very common in bulldogs under two years old. Okay. So basically it's like this third eyelid and um, it can it can pop out because it's not really fixed to the ligaments and stuff like that. And so then what they do is they go in there and they kind of, Oh, it's so gross because I hate eye stuff. (laughs) This is so great to hear her do this. They tie it down. Basically they stitch it down. um, He's almost got it. Look at him. He's got, he's got it. He's got his little tongue out. I think he realized he can use his tongue as a weapon. Um, He's trying. Um, So he had, he, his little cherry eye popped out in September and I knew what it was immediately because we were expecting it. We were like, this will probably happen, so we need to be ready for it. So I took him to a vet, and they were like, listen, veterinarians are great. They can do the surgery, but there's not a huge, like, it doesn't always stick forever. If you go to an eye specialist, like a, a vet eye specialist, it's more expensive, but it has a higher success rate. So it's kind of like, um, you know, there's a general contractor who can do your cement, but then there's the cement guy yeah. who fucking does the cement. But will charge you more. Yeah, but he's the guy that does the cement. And, you know, as with any animal, you don't want to put him under too much. So I'm like, let's just pay for the specialist and get it done. So we did. He had both. It wasn't really a problem in his left eye, but they fixed it. They just tied it down, basically. Yeah. So he had surgery in both eyes yesterday. And now he is adorably walking around in this cone. Now, hold on. This is not the traditional cone of shame, which no. you're probably, we, we've all seen as the big goofy one, uh, the, the, the big plastic clear one. Yeah. one. AJ, again, within two shakes of a lamb's tail, you know, she works her mom magic to make everything better. You ordered um, the comfy cone. Yes. And so I did a lot of research on this because not all of these comfy cones are made the same. Okay. Probably, if you look on Amazon. I mean, this says the comfy it, cone. This is the trademark. comfy cone. Yeah, it's That's trademark. a little TM after it. So some of these you know, like fabric cones, you can get them. They're more comfortable for the dogs, but they still allow the dogs to get to their face or whatever, or, or for them to get to whatever they're not supposed to get to. Gotcha. This cone is it's Velcro and it's like made of fabric, except it's still rigid and solid though. It's it's, it's, super solid. It's not clear. I feel like it's the equivalent of putting blinders on your dog because he doesn't know what the fuck is going on except for directly in front of him. No, like, look at this, look at this. I know, I know. I'm doing all that right behind him. But yeah, no, it's it's just, it'll be more comfortable for him to sleep in and stuff. It's not quite as cumbersome. I mean, he was walking through, he was getting stuck in like doorways and stuff and then he would just stop and I'd have to move him. So this is a little bit smaller, but it still does the job. So listen, AJ had to go pick up, our, our, our deal's been, I've been dropping the dog off in the morning for all these things and she'll pick him up in the afternoon. So AJ comes back from picking him up Yesterday, I dropped him off. She went to go pick him up in the afternoon. And she comes back <laughs> almost with like a laundry list of complaints uh, from, the vet. <laughs> from the vet about our dog. The first one being, I said, how was he? And she goes, well, they said he was a, a little stubborn, <laughs> a little bit of a stubborn boy. Just, the reaction from the vet tech versus the vet was very different because the vet tech has a pit bull. Yeah. So oh, she's, she's like, yeah, that, that chick's cool. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so she was like real chill. She was like, I know pit bulls, bulldogs, all that. They're yeah. stubborn as shit. So like, she just kind of laughed it off. 
the vet was seemed a little more irritated with it. What the fuck? She was like, we needed three vet techs to like hold him down. <laughs> he's a 50 pound little dog. Yeah, like, but he's I all mean, muscle, I dude. I mean, it's not like he's a huge, like he's seriously just size wise. He's not geographically large. No. I, I, I'm laughing thinking of three vet techs holding him down. If you'll notice why there are multiple shaves on his multiple <laughs> paws, it's because that's how many times they had to try. She said the first time he Look would not go to sleep. They had to knock him out yeah, like three so times. so hold on. Tell me about this. You said that so... Uh, well, I don't know the details. That's yeah. all she told me. She said the first time he refused <laughs> to go to sleep, so we had to knock him out like two more times, and finally he just Dude, he crashed. You got a fucking tolerance like your old man. <laughs> huh? Me and you. So she said it was difficult, and then she's like, well, afterwards, you know, once he came to, he wouldn't let me touch his eyes. And I giggled to myself because, like, he lets me touch his eyes all the time. He lets me get yeah. the junk out of his eyes, clean around his eyes. The vets, like, absolutely wouldn't. She she prescribed him trazodone for the follow-up appointment. Yes. So he is calm enough for her to touch his eyes in two weeks. Can we talk about this? You know, this was a real. I'm, I'm just going to share my trazodone yeah. with the dog. This was a real <laughs> pivotal moment in uh, me figuring out what the fuck is going on with my life. <laughs> when I first was prescribed Xanax, it's like 10 years ago. And um, I was like, all right, I got, I got these now because I have so much anxiety. And I shit you not, within a month, the veterinarian prescribes my elderly cat the exact same dosage of Xanax yeah. as I'm on to calm the cat down at night. And I go, good fuck, God. That's where we're at. I'm taking the same meds as my cat. She goes, I'm going to prescribe, tra she forgot to prescribe it. So she said, oh, here, just take the prescription to like your pharmacy. And I looked at the prescription and I'm like, oh, well, this is more trazodone than I take. So I'll just give him some of mine because <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah. You just started taking trazodone for what? For sleep? Yeah. Just on weekends because, you know, I work at 1.30 in the morning. So my, and I'm, you know, I know they say you should stick to your sleep schedule on the weekends that you do during the week. Uh, go fuck yourself. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have a regular sleep schedule on weekends, but it is hard to stay asleep. Sure. So, um, you know, my doctor gave me some trazodone, which keeps me asleep at night. It's perfect, mm -hmm. um, but it doesn't. It's not addictive, and it doesn't like bleed over into the next day. So I have trazodone, which I will just share with my dog. Because I only dogs on trazodone. Yeah, I only take it on weekends. So they're saying the dog needs anxiety meds. Well, we kind of knew that he was to go to the vet. He was anxious when we got him. Like his his breeder even said he's the runt. He's a little anxious. He's he's timid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said he's skittish. So I kind of knew that, and I felt bad for him because oh. I'm like that'll prevent somebody oh. from adopting him. So we did. Uh, well, listen here. Um, this is really this is the good part of the he's story. He's so cute. I know, he's coming up to me with this big comb. Hello, my love. Oh, baby. He's trying to get me to pet him. He can't put his paw up here. Come here, so, baby. We go and we, we, we have this done. AJ comes back um, with all the complaints, apparently, about our dog. He's a little overweight, which we kind of knew we're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad. Like, again, the vet tech was like, oh, you know, just a couple pounds. And, of course, the vet was like, he's chonky. He needs to lose weight. I'm like, I'm working on it. The vet tech's the one that works with the public, you see? You could tell, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we had been preparing for this. Because one, we knew the breed of the dog, yeah. it was a possibility. This was the reason why we have engaged in something that I have described as the reason, the, the, the answer to why my great-grandparents left Poland, got on a fucking wooden boat, went across the ocean, 
and sacrificed so that they could have kids who had kids who had a kid who then one day could afford health insurance for his dog. I am one of those people who very openly shook his head when I first saw the advent of anything concerning pets' health. First, it was the credit cards. Remember that? Yes, it's what's care credit or yeah, something first, like that. Yeah, first it was like, all right, look, we'll just, you know, really screw you with a credit card. We'll, we'll, sp- we'll spread it out just like a credit card. And then all of a sudden, the advent of pet health insurance came around. And yes. And back in the day, and like, like, let's be fair, about 10 years ago, yeah, we all kind of looked at it and said, why? 10 years ago, we were barely having conversations about our own health care. Exactly. And all exactly. of a sudden, now you go to your vet and they go... Have you thought about health care insurance for the dog? So I know we've talked about this on the podcast multiple times. I don't know if you've noticed, vet care is through the goddamn roof, just like everything else. It is. Um, I, I, I literally, I can't believe, I mean, just on our mini schnauzer even. I mean, I want to say we spent three grand on her in probably the two years we lived here. Yeah. Um, just on basic stuff. And you know, he's very upset right now. <laughs> you can hear that. <laughs> um, so... When I when I we got this, we we getting into a dog with potentially yes, we know more health issues. Bulldogs can have health issues. This we was know the that. first time you said, "Hey, should we think about it?" And the more I started to talk to people about it, the more people had it. Like a lot, it wasn't it wasn't like an elite thing. A lot of people said, "Do it, you won't regret it." And so when we took him in for, he had a little like bronchial infection. Remember he had pneumonia. He had pneumonia. No, it was, it was like bronchitis. Yeah, bronchitis. Yeah, bronchitis. You should turn the fan on for him. I think he's hot. Yeah. Yeah, right. turn the fan on. I'll talk. Right. Um, we took him in for that in August and they gave us a free 30 day, uh, put it on the floor. Yeah. He gave us a free 30 day um, health insurance for the dog. And so I was like, that's cool. I had no intention on keeping it. Um, and then we, the, I shit you not, it was, I think we got it on August 30th. It mm-hmm. expired on September 30th. On September 25th, when we were covered, his cherry eye popped out. And I said, holy shit. And I started making phone calls. And I was like, give me a price. I need a price. Because I had, I'd heard everything. Anywhere from 500 and I to 250 and I to 1,000 and I. I don't know. They gave me a price. I almost shit my pants. Uh, it could be anywhere between three and five grand. So I said, well, we have five days before this insurance runs out. Why don't we look into keeping it to pay for this surgery? The, so we did. The whole time, the whole month leading up to that incident, she goes, well, he has this insurance. I mean, do you want to continue it? And she very slowly is kind of just like, do you want to look at the plans? I don't know. And then it was like the, the heaven's gates opened up and it goes five days before five it days ended. before. And then I, this is how fucking traumatized I am from the American healthcare system. Well, yeah, we all I are. literally sit there and go, okay, listen, is this now a preexisting condition? Are they going <laughs> to know that we knew before we paid? No, because he was covered with that free trial. I even asked on the phone. I said, this happened during his free trial. Does, is that considered that he was covered? They're like, yeah, he was covered. It's amazing. So we looked at these plans. And listen, we are in a very <laughs> unique position right now where I have union health insurance. I'm not going to tell you how much it costs, but it's barely anything at all compared to what we've paid in the rest of yes. our lives. So we are so not. So we've transferred the health care costs. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> we are now paying what we Holy used to pay shit. for health insurance, yes. but we're paying for the Holy dog. Fuck. 
But but our health insurance is really damn good for a small price. And that's kind of where I'm like, that's the trade-off. <laughs> so so we get this health insurance. Yeah. And I'm just so, like you said, traumatized from the American healthcare system. I, I'm, I'm talking to this guy almost on the verge of tears. I'm like, tell me how this works. I don't understand. Can you deny a claim? And they're very clear. They're like, these things aren't covered. These things are. And he, I'm like, like, like exams not covered. No, no. An exam, like his post-op exam is not covered. Um, but if he breaks a leg covered x-rays, breaks a leg, surgery, stuff like that, as long okay. as it's not pre-existing. Okay. And that, you know, there are people who will grab health insurance when something happens to their dog. Yeah. That's what you used to do. Yeah. So I'm like, what's the deal? Like, is it in network, out of network? I'm like, and you're, I, you're asking like, like it's yeah. the American healthcare system. And he, and he laughed and he goes, we get that question a lot. Okay. And you may not know this. All of you listening to the podcast, you three people, <laughs> um, there is no in network, out of network for pet health insurance. Not yet. Don't shut your face, Grandma. Do not. Give it a couple don't, decades. Don't curse it. Wait till everyone's worked this into their budget. And then they're like, oh, we got to squeeze more money out of them. So basically, he's like, some vets will bill us directly. But he's like, the way you it works is you pay for it most of the time. And yeah. then we reimburse you. So you submit a claim. Yeah. Okay. So. Which, it, which that's another hoop now. And I'm thinking, hold on. I know. This I is know. where they get you. So this is where you submit the claim and they go, deny. Exactly. And so we get the bill for the surgery yesterday. It's insane. I put it on my credit card. Yeah. And I said, okay, here, here we go. They, they emailed me an invoice right away. So while I'm waiting for them to bring the dog out, I send the invoice in to the pet health insurance No shit. Company. So you didn't even have the dog back yet. No. And you had paid for it and you immediately, while, yeah. while, while you're waiting for the dog to come out. He wasn't quite out of anesthesia yet. Yeah. So they, they had me waiting for a while. And okay. I'm like, I should just do this while I'm sitting here because he's going to need care when we get home. Yeah. So I send off the invoice before he even comes out of the, the back room. They're like, we received your claim. And I'm like, oh my God. Like you said, traumatized. Yeah. I'm like, they're going to deny it. Just so you know, we're going to get stuck with this bill. I shit you not, by the time I woke up for work this morning at 1.30 in the morning, we're talking about seven hours later, they had approved the claim and they are reimbursing us for the whole surgery. The whole thing, you guys, the whole Amazing. damn thing. And what we're paying for insurance, now we are paying for the 100% coverage. I mean, you took the big package. We took the big package because yeah. we know he's going to need a few things right now. Yeah. And, and the way it works, you can't up. I are, you can go down on your coverage. You can't go up. Sure. So we're like, let's max this out, get these things done. And then maybe later on we can drop it down. So we're at hundred percent coverage, but let me tell you what we pay them for health insurance is way less than what that surgery well, costs. Well, the fact that they're covering it. And the whole thing. They're going to stick it in our bank account and I pay off the credit card. That's, and that's just it. crazy of how seamless. Seven hours, you guys. Seven hours. Of an experience that was. I mean, I, I, I woke up and thought I was dreaming. I looked at my email. I'm like, no way. Get, wake up. Read this again. Yeah, it's the whole thing's covered. You know, and again, I'm not quite sure. If, I don't want to shit talk the American healthcare system because no, that's no, just no. such old news no, 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 and no. it's such a shit show. It is what it is. It is what it is. It's terrible. Um, I just like to think again when Adam and Rosalia Smolsky, my great-grandparents, Came over here, sacrificed. They hoped one day that a great, great, great grandchild of theirs would be able to provide health care for a dog. You know what I will I say, it. though? I made it, We Ma. made it. We made it, Ma. What I will say, though, and I'd like to think this about your Depression-era grandparents, Thank my Depression-era grandparents. Yeah. 
Think about that. That was supposed to be real fast, quick, quick side tangent. Their their poor parents busted their ass to get all the way over here. Yeah. And then the goddamn depression happens. Yeah. They're like, well, fuck, we should have stayed over there. I'd like to think that if they looked at, yes, when you say it out loud, it sounds ridiculous. Doesn't pet, it? pet health insurance. <laughs> but if they looked at it on paper for what we paid for insurance all in. versus how much the surgery was, all they, in. they'd say, oh, you saved a shit ton Dude. of money. Good for you. That was a smart My move. cheap Polish family, they're all about a deal. And yeah. trust me, the economics of this are great. Now, if we would have paid for this for a couple of years. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Based off what we're paying right now, very quickly, that would have outpaced, Yeah, I think, what the benefits are being paid out. But for right now, because we had it happen. I mean, this we is paid that for perfect one, storm. One month of insurance. Fuck, that's crazy. The ne- next month is coming out next week after his surgery. And it's still not the amount of the surgery. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. I will say, though, with the cost of vet care going up, I recommend it. I do recommend pet health insurance. I wouldn't have said that 10 years ago. But now with the cost of vet care going up. It's another thing that that's that's how you price people out of having a pet. Well, and I've said that a million times. Like I was just freaking shell shocked when they gave me the first bill here in Arizona. I'm like, Mm. you're out of your mind. Yeah. Like it was less than half that in Michigan. And then they admitted that they gouged because of the area. And I'm like, well, now people aren't going to take care of their pets. Pet health insurance. It's not elitist anymore. People have it. Yeah. And it's a good thing. And I so really nuts. think it's, I know it's wild. I know, ten it years, sounds crazy. 10 years ago, me is, is shaking its head at, at me <laughs> now. 31 That's how year, you know you made it though, right? 31 year old me is shaking its head at 41 year old me. But we, you know what? We can do it financially. We have a dog that we knew could have some health problems. Yeah. But even if you have a dog that is not prone to health problems still. Yeah. I mean, I had one friend on Facebook who it owns like a grooming business. She said, I used to think pet health insurance was stupid too, but then I paid for it. And then my dog broke his leg and a $5,000 bill became 500. That's all it takes, right? It just takes one experience. And that's like anything like that. Anything. That's all the insurance. Insurance is, you know, it's 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 kind of uh, no. Let's not say that because American health insurance wouldn't necessarily cover your shit. Ever. Yeah, well, no, we'd <laughs> be fighting. Well, we'd we'd have to wait six months, and then they tell us how they're only covering twenty percent of it, and then we'd have to fight. And then we have to fight it, with them. Yeah. And yeah, it'd be a much longer process. It, wouldn't, it would take longer than seven hours. But if you're considering this for your pet, I recommend it for the um, first time ever. I can't believe it, but this was incredibly seamless, and I I can't believe I get to pay off the bill on my credit card right away. Like again. 10-year-old AJ would leave that bill sit there in a crew interest. Listen to me. You want to see the cone of shame. <laughs> Phineas underscore the underscore bulldog. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.